this is Karen, and in a few moments you'll meet Christy, and we are the Modern Principal. We are two elementary principals on a quest to redefine the role of leadership in schools and use our voices to steer the newest generation of leaders in education. We like to keep this pod short and sweet, right to the point. A bite-sized bit of PD you can tackle on your way to and from school each day. We will take a real-life scenario sent to us from listeners and address it through the three lenses of scholar, systems, and soul. This week, we're talking about the hardest lessons we've learned. Thanks for joining. Hey, hey, hi, Karen. Hey, Christy. <laughs> How's it going? Really good. Really it good. It is going really good. <laughs> uh, yep, really good. What's new? Oh, just got back from a trip to Colorado. And tell me about your um, athletic abilities when it came to skiing. I didn't do it. I, I just totally, I just totally opted out of it. And my... guys, here's a here's a life hack. Just opt out. Just say no. <laughs> I it your family's negative, going skiing in negative, negative 17, seventeen degrees. Seventeen degrees. We spent hundreds of dollars for each of my kids to do one run down the bunny hill, and then they watched Bluey in the lodge. That sounds like a dream come so, true. And then on the way back, you know, we've been driving for 10 hours or whatever, 8, 9, whatever, and all of a sudden, it's we're in the middle of downtown Kansas City, um, and we hear this thud, like, because my daughter had rolled down the window, and she had accidentally let her iPad fly out of the window at 70 miles an hour. Well... In Down her defense, <laughs> she was playing a game where the animal spits, and she wanted it to spit out the window. So, drove back, you know, it's whatever, almost midnight, trying to get home, and we... Lose an iPad. Lose an iPad, and can't find it. So, if you find a, what was it, pink <laughs> iPad, iPad in on I-70, <laughs> holler! Please, please send me a DM. That's fantastic. So, okay, what are we talking about this week, Karen? What's our scenario? Well, a lovely lady named Jamie from Jersey. Hey, Jamie. Should I read it in my Jersey accent? I don't have one. Do you have one? <laughs> I mean, you know how my accents typically just sound like. All like one. Yeah, like maybe Australian. What have been, I'm really trying to, what is the Jersey? I, I don't try to do it. I think you'll just be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what have been some of the hardest lessons you learned through experiences that could have been avoided? I've, made, and, I've had none. No, and here's the cool part. Christy prepped this pod, so I, I'm i flying off the seat of my pants, and guys, I can't think of one single time I've made a single mistake in my life. Unhinged. <laughs> I mean, my staff, if you, have, if you know of a mistake, you can call in. You have 30 seconds <laughs> to call in and share a mistake I've made. Oh, the phone's not ringing. Nope. <laughs> Guess I've done nothing wrong. Woo! So I, when I was looking at, like, the scholar side to this. Are we um, talking about in leadership or in life? I did. Because if we're talking about life, I'm going to need some alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) I don't talk about those lessons. I did it from, like, the leadership principle standpoint. Got it. it. Um, And it was really interesting to start looking up information on mistakes. Um, because a lot of the research that like initially popped up was all about, it almost seemed like small mistakes, like you made a miscalculation or something like that. And so when I was looking at that, they, um, found that there was like a a 2008 study by Fu et al. Um, and neuroscientists at Caltech discovered that mistakes set off an almost instantaneous chain reaction of productive brain activity. Mm. And so... 
And then you, it helps you encode information more deeply after you do make the mistake. But I felt like it was for small ones, like an error more than a mistake. Does that make sense? Like if I said the wrong thing to a staff member and I gave them misinformation as opposed to like big, meaty, meaningful mistakes. Like an email that says, I attached the Friday Focus and then six people write you back and but say, you, didn't. you linked the wrong link. Yeah. Or that's, I, a, that's an error. Or one time I like sent like a mass email about um, your t-shirt size, but it was your t-shirt size. Your t-shirt size. <laughs> That's good. Also, the PTA president was on it. Whoopsies. <laughs> T-shirt size. That's funny. So, um, so those are the ones. That yeah, that's think. and again, this was this is my thought process now because that's what it kind of sounded like to me is that those types of mistakes, like your mind is almost aware of them as you're making them, and then it helps you should grow from them. But then I was looking probably at, because there's a. a little bit of embarrassment there yeah. that, like, helps. Like, shame. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I still remember when, when I was teaching at a different district and someone replied all, but they meant to forward and replied to just their friends. Yeah. And it was not flattering. Oh, they, like, were... I think I remember the story, and they, like, ripped into the person principal. who sent the yeah. email. And it meant to, and then I just remember reading it, and, like, I took on that shame instantly. Like, oh, my gosh, for you. Like, I went out in the hallway, and my friend and I were like, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Did you see it? I was, like, sweaty for them. So I bet they had a lot of er- air neurons firing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Guys, note to self, stop replying all. It's yes. 2022. Yes. And so then I found, then I found some more information, like, more on failure as opposed to mistakes. Okay. And I think that might be more the area that this person is asking about in terms yes. of her lessons. Yes. And so um, I was looking at psychologicalscience.org and there was um, some research from the University of Chicago Booth School of Business and um, they found that people actually learn less from their flops than their triumphs, quote unquote. And they actually had participants observe someone else's successes and failures, and they learned less from their own personal failure than personal successes, but I think they learned more from other people's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That makes sense, because, like, in this, talking about it in this context, failure makes me think, like, it's an active step against the goal. Yeah. Like, you don't mean to take it, but it moves you farther away. And so this, this last part of this particular study said, when our own ego isn't threatened by a failure, we tune in and learn. And I loved that. Mm. So that's what we are doing for all of you by sharing our failures today. You're welcome. So you can let your ego go and you can learn from us. I think the reason it's hard maybe to learn from these, um, so just like add me University of Chicago to your research (laughs) is that like when you make a failure that moves your team away from a goal in education, it's often hard to know in that moment. Like, yeah. you don't really know a day later, like, ooh, that no. was a misstep. It's, it's like you it's, get to the end of the year and you're like, that did nothing. Or sometimes a couple years later. Yeah. Like, it's not usually immediate. It's not those immediate mistakes. It's yes. like true failure. <laughs> yes, it's like true long-term. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So, luckily, I, I can't think of any of those off the seat of my pants. So, we'll just learn from you. yours. I've had a few. We'll just learn from you. Um, I think my very first long-term failure is my mom used to always tell me that life is not a race. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I've always been like, go, go, go. I graduated college in three years, you know, immediately went on to teaching and went into instructional coaching and admin really fast. And I think that was a mis- a long-term mistake because I thought I was wiser than I was in the beginning. Gotcha. And um, I think, too, I did not get the experiences Like, I didn't have mentors, per se, that gave me a lot of experiences as a teacher or an instructional coach and admin before I actually took on the role. And so I feel like I just went straight in from... Like, you... I didn't have any low-stakes practice. Ooh, that's smart. All of my practice was, like, on the job, high stakes. (laughs) And you... I would agree with that. You moved up the chain quickly. Yeah. And, um... And I don't know that that was necessarily the best thing. Did it work? Am I here? Sure. But I think maybe it would have been better if I had practiced on some people at lower stakes environments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you cannot do that. Here you are. Here I am. Doing great. 2022 unhinged. Yeah. That is, that's the hard part I think about leadership though, because where do you get that experience? Ideally, not when you're already a principal. Yeah, but a lot of districts don't create those yeah. positions. That's- but I feel like we both do a a good job, like, if we have people in our building who think they want to be admin, like, giving them opportunities and uh, yeah. giving them leadership. And not that you can fully experience it because you, you ultimately aren't the final yeah. say, but I didn't get any of that, I don't feel like. Yeah. You don't feel like you did? No. I didn't teach you the ways of the world when I was learning how to do it myself. Mm, no. No, nope. I taught you all bad things. <laughs> I watched you and I learned from my mistakes. That's it. No, I learned from your triumphs. Uh-uh. That's not how, that's not what your research says. I learned from your triumphs. Uh-uh. Um, that's good. That's a good lesson. Yeah. What about you? No, I want to keep learning from yours. Just keep learning from mine. Um, the other thing I learned, I did learn this from working with you and our friend. Am I allowed to say her name? Danielle. Um, mm-hmm. And when I was an instructional coach and you were admin and admin intern. And... Um, I tried to be like you guys in yeah. the beginning of my leadership, and I've kind of talked this about this before, and you had very different approaches to leadership, but very similar goals, I always feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like I would try to be like you as leaders, and I wasn't like me, and then it, and I compared myself and my decisions and the way that I was doing things to the two of you without just being myself. And I think that caused me to not be able to be authentic and build relationships in the way that I should have in the beginning yeah. of my And I think that's what we're trying to do with TMP, especially this year. You guys, we already had our retreat, which was like a five-minute conversation yesterday. (laughs) But I think, like, it's really easy for us to put out stuff that we've done in our buildings. Like, here's our matrix for behaviors. Here's our blah, blah, blah. Here's our whatever. And and give it to you. But that, that is the trick with leadership, that you... Like, as a teacher, you can't even do this. Just take no. something off the internet, give it to your kids, and expect it to be um, the highest quality or have the biggest impact. And that's the same as a leader. Like You have to internalize the things that you're doing. And you have and to make it work for who you are, where your building is, who your staff are, what you've done, what they've been through. And so hopefully it, as we start to launch more things this year with um, the Modern Principle, that you'll see that, like, hopefully you can't just take something and make it and put it into place in your building. You really have to learn the philosophy behind it and kind of like that. Yeah, and be self-reflective. I do. This kind of reminds me of when um, I was a teacher and 
it was back before when you like had to print to the printer, but you like now we release jobs, right? Like mm-hmm. so that you can keep stuff private. But back when I started, it just it, just, all, it all just flowed. Right. And so I would find people who had stolen my stuff off the copier uh-huh. and then make copies and I would see them using it in their classroom. Like you are not using this the way it was intended. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm the opposite. I was the one who would steal stuff <laughs> and be like, that did not work. <laughs> I wonder why. Good to know. Um, that's a good, that's a good lesson. I, here's one thing I will say. I think a lot of our lessons really relate to who we are as people. Christy Mm -hmm. is definitely like competitive with yourself. With myself. And I am an Enneagram one, which means I definitely, when I feel like something is wrong, Mm -hmm. I, it's a really hard, it's really hard for me to not voice my opinion. Yeah. So I have learned that... Fighting every fight that I disagree with... Oh, my gosh, yes. ...is not effective. Yep. Because then you... A, to some people, you just become like that Charlie Brown principal, the wah, wah, wah. Like, yep. She's talking again. She doesn't like it again. Blah, blah, especially blah, blah, if blah, you're blah. a woman, they really don't like it when you're doing that. Oh, God, no. You are called shrill, abrasive. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got Karen a shirt that said all those words on it for Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was really funny because my family's... I wore it on Christmas Day because why not? And my, my extended family was all like why do you have all those adjectives on your shirt? And I'm like, this is what women in leadership are called. (laughs) And they all were like, what? We've never heard that before. Yeah, you've probably used it. (laughs) No, I think that you're absolutely right. And this is, it kind of goes to one of mine too, is that changing the system is really hard. Right. Like to change a system that's bigger than you. And I think that I've always had that, I can change the world mindset. Right. And if I leave, who else will do it? And if I don't do it, who else will do it? You do have to think about what is your fight? Right. And where will you actually be successful in your fight? Right. Um, and where will you not actually hurt the cause by trying to fight it? Right. If you're not the right person. <laughs> right. Or, like, I've had to also, I'm pretty, like, I am the first to admit my mistakes. So in that respect, I feel like I have pretty good humility. Mm-hmm. People with humility don't usually say they have good humility. So maybe so that's maybe not. Awesome <laughs> but I have had to learn as a leader because I, both Christy and I, Enneagrams 1s and 3s, both like to feel like we do the job best ourselves. Like we know. <laughs> like I know what I want. I know how to get there. I feel like I know how to do it. And I've had to learn, and this is probably what a lot of people don't like to admit, but I've had to learn that like other people can be as effective as me. It's just going to look different. Yes. Yeah. And I need to be quiet sometimes. And let other people make mistakes or go take us in a direction that I wouldn't have thought would be the best direction. Mm-hmm. And be humble to admit enough to admit that sometimes people are better at things than you. And it can feel like, especially if you're kind of competitive, it right. feels like, I mean, I had a staff member who led a lot in a previous building and I had to be okay with like, man, she's kind of better than me. <laughs> Well, and I've even, like, been talking to some newer principals. And, like, I may have started my year when I became a principal. This is year eight or nine in the same building. So I may have started with different expectations for staff. And now that I've been there longer, realize changes. I don't I don't care if you wear sweatpants on a Wednesday, right? Like, if I say, Shh. what? You're just putting that out in public? <laughs> <laughs> I do care. But I, I just mean, like. Someone that's going to take over my building eventually, like when I retire, whatever, leave, whatever. Whoever takes over after me, I'll be like, oh my God, this principal so did not care about things that matter. Yep. And I did at one point and my vision, and I changed based on the needs of my staff and whatever. 
And it's it's just really it, funny to hear, like, I, I, yeah, just to hear the newer principals talk about, like, these things about... I always said that I was a much better mom before I had kids. Uh-huh. And I was a much better principal before I had a building. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you just get to the point where you're just like, I know, I don't know, you just shift and it's really easy to judge it from the sidelines or a new person coming in being like oh my god Karen did not even care that teachers left at a certain time or whatever and so like you just have to maybe have some humility and grace to know that where you're judging is not the full perspective that's a good way to put it Uh uh-huh you're, you're coming it. in um, on an on-ramp, and other people are exiting on an exit ramp. So, mm. of course, those things are going to look a little different. Absolutely. That's a really good way to put it. Thanks. I've already shared all my life lessons. Do you have any others? Um, did you share? Mm-hmm. I got all my bullet points. Oh, you did. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I've, I think this is a lesson I've learned now, too. I think you have to be okay with leaving things on your to-do list. Yeah. But I don't mean that as like, I don't know. I think we say that, but we don't always mean it. I think we talked about this on our last pod that like we have unrealistic expectations for people in the service industry, for educators because, and nurses and all of us in the service industry, we are giving ourselves to other people. Mm -hmm. But I think that at some point you do have to prioritize boundaries yep. and time away. And I think you have to work really hard to remove the shame and guilt for yourself. Yep. That's a lesson I've learned. And and we talk about, too, life coming in seasons and your career coming in seasons. And so, yeah, if you are a first-year principal, you, you might not have those boundaries. And that's also okay to know that it's a season, though, and to know that you will have to put an end to that, yeah. that season and that level of... Um, time and of your own personal self. Right. But at the end of the day, like if your kids know that they are loved in your building, Mm -hmm. your staff knows that they are supported. That's really what matters. Yes. You want to work on that PD and make it better. Yes. You have these goals. You need to look at data, blah, 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 blah. It's okay. It's never ending. It's never ending. So find an end for yourself. That's my lesson. There you go. All right, from the desk of the modern principal, I found a quote from a guy named Paul Bear Bryant. What I loved is you put Paul Bear Bryant, comma, legendary <laughs> college football coach. I had coach. to Google who he was. I'm going to ask my husband if he knows who Paul Bear yeah. Bryant is. I think Bear is a nickname for him. But oh. anyway, he says, when you make a mistake, there are only three things you should ever do about it. Admit it, learn from it, and don't repeat it. Don't know if I agree or disagree with all of that, that there's only three things, because sometimes you need to fix your mistakes, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes um, you're going to repeat it on accident, and that's okay. That's also okay. So, thanks for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to receive them as soon as they drop. Follow us on Instagram at The Modern Principal, and you can 